1: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Makers, together and loving it. TNC's apply.
2: Harrison Agents. To buy, sell, or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. On SEN Tassie, Jack and Flash. With Jack Revolt and David yes.
3: Welcome to another big week of Jack and Flash. Thanks to Harrison Agents to buy, sell, or rent in Tasmania. Search Harrison Agents today. We're of course live here on SEN Tassie, SEN Track, Northern Tassie, and the SEN March. And unashamedly, before I invite my co-host in, we are going to play a world record number of these today. That's right, the Jackies are on the march. Of course, tonight, Flash, Game 1, Sydney Kings, NBL Finals. We're in the finals, Flash, man. We are going to play, arguably, one of the biggest sporting events in Tasmanian history. And David Flash, Lithgow, you you are the man on the other end of this line. How are you feeling, Flash? Very nervous. All the things Good. that come with emotions of a big game. How are you feeling?
4: Good morning to you, veteran. Uh, terribly excited, and, and tonight's just got the makings of um, something special, hasn't it? Um, look, no question. I, let's let's not let's put aside the cheerleading aside just for a minute. I think. But Sydney absolutely deservedly go in as favourites, Jack. There's no quiz. They've been they've been amazing. I think they've now won. F- Did they finish 15 of 16 or 15 of 17 thereabouts and went on a 13 game win streak? I think actually maybe that's 15 of 16. Um, they've right got, the the well, right they got the MVP. Well, absolutely for the
3: picking. That's all I'm hearing here, here Flash Man.
4: Jalen Adams, what a player! What a year he's had. To average 20 points a game, five rebounds, six assists. Um, he's been sensational. He shoots at 40 percent from the clip. So that battle with Josh Magette's the one straight away. I think, wow, this is this is this is going to make or break a little bit from the guards' perspective. And then you've got the big men, Chris Lavick and Bearstar have been tremendous defensively wise for just holding up with no Will Magne for the last well, it's most of the year now, Jack. Um, Starts tonight, it, well, I think I think a lot of Tasmanians have got to... something happened yesterday. We, the, <laughs> well, the, the, the locals have they've stolen about three hundred tickets off the Kings, sabotage. Which is, Um bad luck. Yeah, That's so, the way it goes. So it's a
3: little whisper, <laughs> and, and, well, we are looking forward to our Jack Jumper fans jumping on board. We'll be chatting a little bit of AFL too. Yes, but you can call us on thirteen hundred forty two fifteen thirty three. Tell us about how you're feeling about the Jack Jumpers. Tonight's game and obviously the first home game will be Sunday afternoon. Text us on 0437 Or you can tweet us at at SEN Tassie. Now, Flashman, the Twitter profile, the SEN Twitter profile has gone bonkers overnight. Bonkers. Bonkers. Now, the first thing we picked up was this little little tidbit that you've just spoken to before there. So I think that there was a pre-release link for the Sydney Kings fans that would like to come down and, and watch game yes. two at My State Bank Arena. Now, somehow that's fallen into the hands of a Jack Jumpers fan. It's been posted on a bulletin board prior to the Sydney Kings getting their allocation and they have snipped up all the tickets. Is that Most can that. you confirm that? Is that true?
4: Oh, look, I can't confirm the numbers, but several hundred has been bandied out as some of the numbers. So maybe three, four hundred. It's, it's, it's
2: a pack out, and,
4: and it's brilliant. And the Kings obviously they can't say, so, "Well, sorry, you, you've got to give your tickets back." Well, no, I have bought my tickets. No, no. Um, there's going to be, there's going to be, there's going to be some green up there, Jackie boy. Again, plenty, plenty of green. Cop this for a lineup
3: today, though, Flashman. Of course, we've got an arguably one of the biggest games of Tasmanian sport tonight. Uh, we are playing Sydney Kings away up in Sydney. Yes. But listen to this for a show. Simon Brookhouse, CEO of the Jack Jumpers, the man behind Scott Roth, who's helped Moving put this whole of the thing. the marbles? Hasn't he? He is going to be joining yep. the show just after eight. Friend of the program, ex-premier Peter Gutwin, who hasn't spoken since he's finished up at Parliament, is coming on the show today to chat <laughs> all things. Now that's a get. <laughs> All things Jack Jumpers, and of course the AFL push, which has heated up a little bit over the last week. Yes. And we are going to give away our massive Barn Boogle weekend. Thanks to Harrison Agents. We're going to give that away to one lucky listener who has jumped on our socials and got involved in that competition, which is Excellent. a massive, massive package. Now, I did mention the uh, SEN uh, Tassie tweet, uh, Twitter sorry, handle, at SEN Tassie, if you do want to get involved. A lot of people have been floating this as, uh, as a movie. And it is a Cinderella story. Uh, the well, the, the, the last team in the first year is the, the Tasmanian Jack Jumpers. Five hundred and one to one, I think they were at the start of the season. Flashman, yes. a, a, a mere three we'll get weeks a dime ago, a on them. A mere three weeks ago, we were two hundred and fifty-one to one. That's when right. In the NBL, uh, the NBL Premiership, and people are saying this is something like out of a movie. So uh, we floated it last night on on SEN uh, at SEN Tassie. Who would play Scott Roth? And it has blown up some very, very funny oh, ones there. And, of course, sheepish. keep them coming in. You can send us a, a text, 0437 535, or you can shoot us a tweet and with a picture of the actor uh, that you think would like to play Scott Roth. So uh,
4: give me some of your favourites, Flashman, from, from last night. Well, I don't know how many. Of, have we got fifty something options here? <laughs> There's a lot of options. Um, I'm going to give you my top three, and I actually can't give you an order. But I loved this one from at Real Sticks Jackson, Luke Jackson, Clancy Brown of Shawshank Redemption. The cop from now, Shawshank, you, very good. Yeah, if you have a good look at him, um, he is an absolute beauty. You know this other one that I liked from from last night. This is from the, the the big bopper down here, Damien Gill, of, of course. course um, AFL Tasmania's zone. He's gone with Disco Roach, and I've had a good oh, look how at. How good is That's Disco? An absolute pearler. Disco Roach. Obviously, he's oh, boy, more I'm looking he at it is. now. It
3: is a fantastic lookalike. It is. I don't know about Disco's uh, Disco's uh, acting skills. Apparently, he was horrific on the dance floor, hence the name Disco. So. <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure on Disco's uh, The other one. <laughs> the steals. other one.
4: Th- now, this one was from Green Ant Rant. Thanks very much to you, Mr. Ant Rant. Jeff Daniels, that is a pearler. Um, oh, look, you could just keep going on here. There's another John Goodman one there. Look, you've got some that you like it. Thanks very much to everyone who's given us a little bit of their piece of. And look, there's obviously a few rolls up for grabs, Jack. Yeah, no, there is. I've I've
3: penciled a few in. We've got one straight (laughs) off the text here. This one comes from Chris Barnaby Joyce. (laughs) 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 And if it's not Barnaby Joyce, Robert De Niro or Russell Crowe, a lot of people thinking that um, Chris Hemsworth, due to it being an Australian field. Yes. Would fill the position of Scott Roth fantastically.
4: An old mate of yours, too, came up. I saw Lawrence Mooney. Lawrence um, Mooney. Yeah, I've no, had a couple of sparring. Did you?
3: Yeah, with Lawrence. Uh, right John Goodman, I liked you. have mentioned that one. Um One left of centre, of course, for the people out there that watch the show Gogglebox, uh, Matt Dalton, <laughs> who is, of course, from the Dalton family from the Gogglebox, is an absolute ripper as well. But I delved a little bit deeper here, Flashman, and I thought... Who uh, who would play the roles of uh, other people that have been involved in obviously this huge Jack Jumpers push? Now I've got Josh McGett. I've got, I've put him down as Macaulay and I think he oh yes, think he, they just sort of just that small sort of frame, really nice sort of setup, clean hair, hair clean little, hair, yeah, great handles, baby too. face, clean handles, a skinny Seth Rogan for for Josh McAdams. <laughs> uh, and then I thought, well, it, well, we we're the fate, we're the voice of Tasmania sport. When we say we want oh, something, well, sure, we when we say we want something, AFL finals, Test match cricket, we can make it happen. So we, we spoke to the, we've spoken about the Jack Jumpers, we've pushed the Jack Jumpers. So of course we would have to be in this movie. Yes, put myself down um, as Benedict Cumberbatch. Are you happy with that?
4: Uh, not familiar with Benedict. Um, is he another smart ass? Oh, sorry, <laughs> a, a, a little smart Alec um, pain in the neck like no, you?
3: No, no, he's just a really good looking okay. I, I either thought, or, or Jack Nicholson, because of course I've, I've sat courtside oh, okay. uh, Jack game three. Nicholson settled down a bit, <laughs> chip down, mate. But more importantly, uh, I actually delved into uh, who would play you. And I uh, sent okay. a few text messages out last night to a few of our friends, Tim Payne, a couple of, of other people did. as well. And these are the people that they've come back with. So, Flash, this is the play David Flash Lithgow in, I'm going to call it Defend the Island. That's the name okay. of the movie. Defend yes. the Island has been the yep. catch for, obviously, the Jack Jumpers. Yes. Martin Sheen was flagged as being Scott Roth. So I would have thought Charlie Sheen would be a good little, maybe he could okay. play you. Yes. Um, someone um, else suggested Courtney Cox, uh, Monica from Party. Friends, obviously. Well, obviously, a good looking mate. I'll cop that out. That's fine. Monty Burns from The Simpsons. That was floated. No, um, you made that up. No, uh, it. Actually, oh, oh, someone did float that with me, and their name is, um, uh, they have a last name of Gapen. Uh, Bert <laughs> from the Sesame Street could play you. <laughs> a smaller Boban Marinarevic from the Dallas yep. Mavericks, so he could play you. But mm-hmm. this is the one. This is the man that is going to play David Flash, going and defend the island. An actor called Christopher Mintz. Oh, yes, I know Christopher Mintz. What's his main role?
4: Well, clearly it's me.
3: Yeah, but, but no. what's his? Okay, well, if you're his main role, what's, his, what's the second thing that he's most famous
4: for? Uh, so after he, after my role... Um, Not
3: sure, but, are you? N- no. Well, he, of course, played McLovin in Superbad. So I that's think right. yes, that yeah. you are a real McLovin type. Similar ages too, actually, to be
4: honest. With or without the the specs.
3: Uh, Without without the specs and and maybe just a bit more of a sort of roughed up. No,
4: Hugh Grant didn't come across the desk, Jack? (laughs) Sorry? No, it didn't. Okay, just checking. No, it didn't.
3: Uh, So jump on. And we we don't mind who the characters are. Mm -hmm. Of course, there's been plenty of people involved in it. You might even have one for Peter Gutwin. You might have one for Simon Brookhouse. I've got one for Peter Gutwin. I've
4: definitely got one Well, we're
3: going to have him on, so let's save that one. We'll we'll ask him who he would like to play. Him in the movie of defend the island. Yes. Uh, how so how good tonight? Obviously the big game we are very, tonight. very excited. Yep. Now there's a bit of a snapshot before we get into it. The Jack Jumpers have played the Sydney Kings three times this year. They have. The, the Kings yes. lead two-one. Uh, they won yes. Dece- in December. 83 83-71, The Kings won. The Jack Jumpers, of course, won early February seventy-seven to seventy. Yes. and the most recent game which was uh towards the end of the season maybe around 21 or 20 mm-hmm. yep. the Kings did a real number on the jack jumpers um 103 to 83 is there a worry flashman that they I mean you mentioned they've won 15 of the last 16 they're easily the hottest team in the competition um, and they've been Premiership favorites for a while now
4: are, are we are we worried? Oh no we're definitely worried. I thought before the final series um they were the clear favorites and you only have to look at the depth they've they've got coming off the bench which is quite remarkable. But let's I mean let's break down those three games very briefly. Um that first game in Sydney I think the Jack Jumpers still led with certainly in the last quarter they were in front and uh, got away from them at the end. But they were in front for most of the game and which and when you see 82, 80, 71 or whatever it was, it doesn't read like that at all. But they were very, super competitive. Then they came back and won quite comfortably down here, um, which was a good result. So they've beaten everybody, as we know, and they did beat Sydney on that one occasion. The last game, which I've, for me was the game where I just assumed that there's no chance that the Jack Jumpers are going to play in the finals. That was the greatest shooting performance I've actually ever seen. They went into halftime Sydney that day and they were 70% from the field. I'm not joking. They couldn't miss. I think at one stage they were 17 from 21 from three-point land. Ridiculous. Like you never, ever, ever will see that again. So uh, that can happen. Blowouts happen, as you know, in basketball more than anything. But, you know, why not? Why not tonight? let's Let's not focus on Sunday. Why can't they Get on top tonight, wouldn't it? Just cause an absolute fracas up there, that, my gosh! The
3: town would be absolutely heaving. Oh,
4: mate! Well, you, we you have said, yeah. Look, it, it, it's an interesting one. I can't, I can't wait for tonight.
3: Well, we will be chatting all things Jack Jumpers over the next period of time. It is going to be a huge, huge show. As mentioned, Simon Brookhouse, CEO of the Jack Jumpers, ex Premier Peter Gutman, the man behind the scenes, and of course that big barn boogle giveaway. This is Jack and Flash on SEN Tassie.
2: Harrison agents to buy, sell, or rent in Tasmania. Search Harrison agents today on SEN Tassie. Jack and Flash with Jack Revolt and David Lister. Welcome
3: back to Jack and Flash, right here on SEN Tassie, and of course SEN Track, northern part of the state. Or you can listen right around the globe, as my little brother is doing over there in New Orleans. He's listening on the SEN app. Flashman, he's over there uh, yes. on a year's How's he
4: tracking? He's only been there a week and a half, two weeks. He sent, me a, sent
3: me a photo. He's working in concierge. You sent me a photo of him in his, uh, told me that. in his setup. He got his first tip. Five bucks, he reckons. His first tip the other day. So he's going all right. Young Charlie over there. He's That's listening to the SEN yes. app, of course, right around the globe. Now a few more better luck than you. <laughs> a few more texts have come in <laughs> off the line. Mark says, Lockie Holm would be oh. great. Okay, right okay. Uh, I, don't, I don't mind that. Don't mind that. Steven Root from Dodgeball. Do you remember him, Flashman?
4: This is where I get let down as not a, a, a buff of movie, sadly. No, I don't remember Steven.
3: Kurt Russell as well. William Kurt Russell, McInnes. I know,
4: yeah. William McGuinness was a beauty. Yeah, we like that one, didn't that, we? I like that one, yeah. Uh, of course, a young
3: Michael Douglas as well. Yes, yes. This is we've we've stumbled on something here. We have stumbled on something That's here. Awesome. So of course, keep those texts coming in oh four three seven double five two five three five or shoot us a picture at at sn tassie on Twitter of who you think could play. Well, we've spoken just we, we were mainly focusing on Scott Roth, but we want to know who's going to play the main characters of Defend the Island, the movie Defend the Island. After we beat the Kings three zip, uh, who's going to play the the role, who's going to play the role of Andrew Gaze? The, the person at the start, the, the great, four, like the champion of the NBL. Who,
4: five-time Olympian.
3: Five-time Olympian who poo-pooed us yep. on, that, on that day. Remember that flash man when he poo-pooed us yep, and I said, do. oh, you guys I won't do. go any good. opening night ignited down there at my State Bank Arena and said, good luck. And, of course, now he's on the bandwagon. He is on, Jackie's on the march.
4: Now, believe it or not, there is another game in town. There's another game in town. It's called Footy Mate, and we're very excited oh, about footy, yeah. that as well. Yeah, I about that. of course. The big news, Jack, and I'm super excited for you. And I want to, I want you to give us a little bit about Dustin's back. The, the champ year. is back. Yes. How's it feel? How's the week? it has been
3: good been really good. It's been great to have him back in the club now for, for nearly two and a half weeks. So, um, yep. no, he's, He looks good. Um, he looks happy. There's a great photo of him in the back page of the Herald Sun. I'm looking at it right now here. we just got a big smile on his face. Can I have a look at that please? Put yeah, me down. There I haven't seen that. There you go. Great radio oh, here. I'm showing you the Herald Sun through a Jitsi link. Uh, yeah. You're very happy with that, aren't you? Just He's looking fit, firing and of course yep. he's going to be named. Oh, he has been named, sorry. And he'll be back out there for the Mighty Togs, uh come tomorrow afternoon. And how good now I, I know there's a man that's he's very very happy about Saturday afternoon football and that of course is our producer Mitchell Scott who one of the great cheerleaders him, one of the great cheerleaders of the Richmond Tigers and he is frothing at the mouth because oh. what does Saturday afternoon football mean at the MCG? It means you get there at eleven o'clock to the local, then there's plenty of locals around the MCG Richmond pubs, have a couple of have a couple of pots or whatever, have a couple of waters yep. if that's your way, a couple of, you like a cup of tea. Uh, and then the the walk, the walk over to the MCG. It's autumn time here. The leaves are falling. There is no better. Past the dusty muriel. Past the, uh, du- oh, someone's, actually, someone's defamed that and put a Melbourne jumper on it. Oh. <laughs> Someone has put a Melbourne
4: jumper on the dusty too muriel. Too far.
3: Too far, too far. But no, D- Daz is going really good. Um, we're and, very- well,
4: well, when, well, when he came, when he came back. You know, what was your, what do you think? What was your, anything noticeable? Like, like, what was the, you know, first bit of lane work? Was there something that crossed your mind initially?
3: Oh, you're asking if I had to go in there and give him a few tips to, to no, get him I'm back on all. track? Or no, 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 I think he's just, it's um, just slowly maneuvering his way back in. So there yes. hasn't been a big grand sort of re entrance and we've sort There's of, no made a big song of and dance about, he's come back in. They've managed him so the, I mean, uh, arguably we're we're under the pump a little bit that you could go rightio dusty get back in and play um but we've taken a, a real cautious approach to making sure that he's going to be right for yep. not only this week but the week after the week after and the week after that so when you look at the the, the big picture flashman he's played one game one yes. game of competitive afl football uh, a couple of pre-season games in there but he's played one game in 10 months off the back of a kidney laceration so there's still that that little part of it as well that he's got to continue to, to, to work through. So um, I know the coaches sort of said a 50% dusty will be good. Well, let's see. Well, it, 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 it really oh, is, We really don't you're know. Thinking,
4: you're thinking much more than 50% oh, already. Yeah, yeah, no, I definitely <laughs> yeah, okay. am. Sorry,
3: I'm sending down a few pucks in the uh, indoor cricket centre at the club yesterday. He's looking very, very sharp. Well, Seam
4: up good, up, up. is he?
3: Real good cricketer. There he got real good cricket. He, there, he didn't know before. that. I wouldn't have picked that bowler and batter. And as you can imagine, um, a bit of he, steep
4: or a bit of bounce. Or?
3: His, like your, his cricket, his cricket reflects the way he plays forty. So what, he, he goes out there, good. and there is no defence whatsoever with, oh, the, with with the stick. It's trying to hit sixes, trying to hit sixes, and and pretty good actually too. Nate, no, the sharp with the ball, seam up, seam up.
4: D-ball as long as run up as you when you play that one game. He's got a bit. Me, a, we him. We no, <laughs> We've actually
3: started calling him Vernon Philander. That's a sort of like he's got the little in oh, and then sharp, really, really sharp. The other news yesterday, and and, and it's, bro, it's, it feels like a bit early uh, for this. Is is the the Josh Caddy retirement, I and mean, unfortunately, Josh Caddy. Uh, injuries have got the best in yes. Flashman. He's a two-time Premiership player. A lot of people forget that Josh Caddy, 2018, I think Ooh, it was. Oh, big year.
4: 50 goals, nearly? 40-something? 40, 40
3: 48 goals and averaged yes. over 20 touches as a half forward. Now, look, that's that's walk-up All-Australian any yes. year bar 2018. Well,
4: and I sort of remember with, with Caddy, especially your first one, 2017, no T. Lynch at that stage, he was almost – he played that sort of – you know, mid, small, he, he was a perfect sort of foil for you at times as well, and yeah, what a, a good career, I mean, a high draft pick, didn't work out the Gold Coast, controversial, not controversial, when he went to Geelong, it was like a lot of players have left the Gold Coast, perhaps um, to their disappointment, been hard hard to hold on to them, but then you got him across to Tigerland, and I always thought he, he looked a little bit better up forward, didn't he, like where he could just influence the game, and I'll tell you what, his first couple of years in particular, and he had a good 2019 as well, he was a great servant for your mob. He was. Now, the, the other thing, yeah, go on.
3: Yeah, I was just about to say that he kicked the first goal in the 2017 Grand Final. Yes. But you, you look to that, that shift, um, and it's at the, that talent shift at the end of 2016. You get first rounders in Prestia and uh, Caddy, uh, obviously via Geelong and the Gold Coast. And Toby yes. Nankurvis, three three players that fundamentally had a really huge impact Massive. in, in two thousand and seventeen. So whilst he uh he finishes up now, it does open up a list spot for someone to become now, in the mid season draft. So that's
4: so this this is your old mate Sean Grig rule when Marlon Pickett came up and that was that turned out superbly, didn't it?
3: Yeah, it did. So that, that spot will be opened up and not lost to the football club, Josh Ketty. He'll be working with the VFL program. Obviously, um, with the football budget being slashed since COVID. Uh, Coaching aspirations? He's got a great football brain. A, a, a fantastic, mm. fantastic football brain. He's a good so, dude, isn't
4: he? I've had a yeah. couple of talks with him. He's a yeah, ripper.
3: Yeah, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. So, big game tomorrow. Obviously, my Tigers taking on the Collingwood Football Club. Tiger time. It is, hopefully, Tiger time. We have got a massive, massive show still to come. Simon Brookhouse and, of course, Peter Gutwin. This is Jack and Flash on S E and Tassie, and, of course, Flashman, the... Well, the text lines going are uh, going off here. AJ's text in. He, he said that he would he wouldn't hire an actor. He wouldn't hire an actor for me um, for the eight seconds that I was going to be involved. It would yes. be. Uh, it would only be maybe not worth the the funds of, of defend the island. We could spend our <laughs> well, money in, in in different areas. So That's uh, Thirty One. Come on, Swigan, What's that? That's no good. <laughs> Other games of footy this weekend, Flash. Obviously, the big games tonight. Port are playing the Western Bulldogs, and the Dockers are playing North over there at Optus Stadium. Do
2: Doubleheader. How
4: do you feel about the double header on Friday night? Um, I'm not sure about it. I mean, if it was on hot or not, I'd be saying hold slash not. I don't know. You? Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm a bit of a not. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a bit of a not. I think
3: Thursday night football is clearly a, Correct. Clearly a Correct. good product, and I, I don't... I, I think that I know why they don't show it for the whole year. I think it's a bit of a a uh, little gem that they're holding over for the next broadcasting rights. but maybe it's just due Big to game, think. by the way, yeah. poor
4: Dogs. That's a monster game. Isn't is Isn't it? Of course, Huge. The, the
3: big one out of that game there is Marcus Bontempelli. Now, Marcus Bontempelli's been rested and yes. uh, trained a little bit yesterday. He was out on the track. There was footage sore. of him. But he's sore. He's got a bit of a foot issue, apparently. Um, he's had a little bit of a knee issue as well, which... We've seen in the footage over the first sort of six to seven rounds, it just keeps, looks a bit proppy.
4: Resting him the, the right the right thing to do at this point of the season? Oh, I would think so. I mean, he hasn't missed a game in, what, four years or something. So um, no doubt they know what they're doing. The thing why I say with this game, Jack, is I think both of these teams at the start of the year, I potted Port, looks okay at the moment, but we know the talent is there. They still look two teams I think can play finals, for sure.
3: You've got Port still being able to play finals.
4: I do. Yeah, I do. But look, I potted them. They can't win it. I'm not saying anything beyond that, but they still have the talent next week. uh, I've got them next week down here in Tassie. That'd be good fun against North Melbourne, but um, they would want to win tonight and build some momentum. We saw a bit of... We've seen a little glimpse of Port being Port a bit more of recent times, last week in particular.
3: Well, uh, certainly it's a massive weekend of footy, and we'll get into a few more games later on in the show. But gonna grab a quick break here after this we're gonna it's gonna be hard because I'm gonna call him premier, but he's now the ex-premier oh, of Tasmania. He's just, the,
4: he's just gutters. We're now. just gonna call him <laughs> gutters, are we? We're gonna go <laughs> I'm
2: gonna go with gutters. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. On SEN Tassie, Jack and Flash. With Jack Revolt and David Livgay. I'm John, with Jack Flash yes, yes, yes. That's right, the
3: Jackies are on the march. That's play number three for the people that are counting at home. Of course, Luca Brasi boy's there. And the anthem, the Jackies are on the march. As always, you're here with Jack and Flash. Friday mornings, SEN Tassie. Shoot us a text on 0437 552 535 or shoot us a tweet at, uh, at SEN Tassie. Of course, you could give us a call on 1300 42 1533 As this man has done, he's given us a call in. Course, we've appreciated his time as Premier, now the ex-Premier of Tasmania, Peter Gutwin. Peter, welcome back to the show. Good morning. Look, a pleasure to be back. Ah, um, fantastic. Great to great to hear your voice. Great to have you back on the airways. And first things first, I, I, I imagine you've had a fair bit of time off recently. What have you been up to? Well, I've actually had the first holiday I think I've had in about 20
5: years. Um, so wow. the last four weeks have been fantastic. In fact, it's four weeks today since I was uh, retired. Um, and the big thing has been, it's, it's uh, been school holidays down here. So my teenagers have been at home and um, we've had a good chance to introduce ourselves to each other and uh, for better or worse, get to know each other again.
3: Uh, what what, what, what Do you have any um, like hobbies that you've been able to that reconnect into? Are you a bit of a golfer, gardener? What, anything that you've sort of... Had to put on the shelf since you've been in politics. That now you're uh, rekindling a love for.
5: Well, I have turned into a gym junkie. I've been every day to the uh, to the gym the last uh, four weeks, and um, no, and actually really quite enjoying it. Um, uh, feeling uh, I was going to say as fit as I was in my 30s. That's probably an overreach, <laughs> but um, uh, no, quite enjoying it. So been doing that. Um, uh, I've got a, I really always had an interest in the share market, so and that's been um, a fascinating thing to, um, to keep an eye on for the last few weeks with it's ups and downs. So, no, I've had plenty to keep uh, to myself occupied.
4: Now, Pete, and good morning. And i watching a bit of basketball as well. I was about to say that. Great to hear your voice again, mate. And, um, Jack, you will be pleased to know that uh, I saw Peter um, not far <laughs> away in the box at the home game at Melbourne, about 10 metres to my left, where I was broadcasting the other day, pete it's been um tremendous hasn't it for the whole of tasmania you've been there right from the start and what's transpired over the last four five six months oh i guess 18 months or two three years depending if you want to go back further but the on-court stuff has been something else hasn't it
5: look it has and it um it's it's really vindicated the investment that the uh, the state government made into um the jack jumpers and importantly into my state arena to ensure that we had a uh, you yeah, know, a first-class uh, venue. But the state's got right behind this. And what we've seen um, is, importantly, participation, as I understand, it, it's going through the roof in terms of young kids wanting to play basketball. And that's one of the great... Um, in fact, one of the better outcomes, I think, that you get from having um, top-level sport being played in the state is that it actually grows the base and you get more kids involved, uh, you get a healthier society, you get a more engaged society... And the Jack Jumpers are leading from the front. Um, I'll tell you, Jack. They're um, they're sending a signal to the AFL.
3: Yeah, that's a, it. Is an interesting question that because um, I assume well you've had some dealings with Larry Kesselman. He's floated that he's happy to share the name. Uh, I'm not so sure. I'm maybe I think we maybe need if we do get our AFL team, which we will get into uh, a little bit later. That. Yeah, throwing it out there, the the jack jumpers in the in the <laughs> AFL, it still hasn't stuck with the people over here. They oh, don't Larry's understand pull, what a jack jumper is. I think La- Larry's, Larry's
4: just, pulling the strings here, not he? he? Pete? What have your dealings been yeah, like look, with Larry?
5: Oh look, uh, I've really enjoyed working with Larry. I caught up with him um, on the weekend uh, for the final in Hobart. Had a, a chat with him. Look, he's. Uh, been single-minded in in his determination to um, to first of all land the team and then secondly to make it a success. And yeah, I think uh, the state uh, has been well served by Larry Kesselman in terms of um, the outcomes that he's delivered. Uh, The team's been fantastic, Uh, the support structure around the team, um, the management, uh, the way that they've engaged with um, the, uh, the broader Tasmanian population has been fantastic. And I, I couldn't be happier with the outcome that we're seeing from the Jack Jumpers. And as I've said, you know, the, this year it's one out of the box. You know, we've done—I think we've done better than uh, any other first-year team in uh, the league. Uh, so, you know, that in itself, you know, regardless of what happens in terms of the grand final um, or grand finals, um, is you know, something that no one can take away from us. But the important thing that it's done is everything that we hoped that it would do, and that is that it would engage the Tasmanian community, that we'd see more as boys and girls um, getting involved in um, in the sport, great participation, improve um, the, uh, the healthy outcomes for the state, and that's exactly what's happening. Uh,
3: it's a great point there, Peter, because if you look at it, and I'm, I will ask you, did you envisage just how big this has turned into in terms of, obviously, the the way they've performed has been fantastic. What What Scott Roth has done... In, turn, in making, putting Tasmania on the map in basketball and, and redefining what Tasmanian basketball is about solidly based on defence. And then the participation. When you went on this journey two to three years ago to to, to embark in getting an NBL team, sitting here today, could you envis- Could you have envisaged that you're in just such a sweet spot, it's such a great result? Look, it's
5: something that you'd always hoped for. And in terms of the, the first season, you know, yeah, I'd hope that, importantly, that we were just going to be competitive. And I think that's the key thing. Once When you land any new team, the first thing, you've got to be competitive. You can't uh, get flogged week after week. And, you know, in terms of the team that we've got, um, you know, I think it was described, a commentator said on the weekend, you know, we've got a lot of blue-collar players, you know, and a couple of um, a couple of stars. But, in fact, you know, I think what we've got is, uh, you know, a very workman-like team of, um, of people that play for each other. And I just think the work that Scott Roth's done has been fantastic. But, but Jack, in terms of your question, um, no, look, I, I didn't envisage that it would be as successful so early. Um, in fact, I'm sort of kicking myself. I should have built a bigger stadium. Um, that's probably the, the well, one can. thing that we...
3: You can, you can build a big one, about thirty thousand seats down at Macquarie Point. That'd be nice.
5: Well, that's uh, that's certainly um, that's something for a, a future government to um, to continue to work on. But look, in terms of this, I'm certain that yeah, uh, you know, we've got a uh, with my state that if that was a, an eight to ten thousand seat stadium, yeah, that would have been filled in past weeks. And in terms of um, the Jack Jumpers and their success, you know, I just think it's credit to them. Uh, every every box that needed to be ticked, uh, they've ticked. And what we've got is a yeah, a team of the um, players that are, that are passionate that fight that you know that, that follow a plan um yeah, which is just you know so simple defend 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 and then attack like um like crazy when uh, the opportunity's there and uh, uh, it's gone down so very well
4: here with um uh, the tasmanian population it's brilliant and Pete, you mentioned about that participation levels of basketball, and I think that's been evident um, for a number of years, and it's certainly been enhanced with the, the Jack Jumpers product. Um, everybody's on board the Tasmanian team. Do you feel like that, that that's really put a rocket up the AFL? Because let's be frank about it. Let's look now and say if 2027 is the time frame, well, that to me... That's five more years that you're going to get all of these kids wanting to be the stars. And the stars they want to be at the moment is Josh Adams and Josh Maget rather than the local, local boys or girls that are playing in a Tasmanian footy team. You know, it's a, it's a really interesting situation we're in now with that.
5: Look, it is. And it's one that the AFL, I think, um, really does have to sit up and notice. Uh, you know, Tasmanians will get behind... We've demonstrated that with um, with basketball. Um, I'm certain that they would get behind an AFL team. But what the AFL's got to do is lay out that pl- pathway. Um, you know, I was very pleased with the with where the discussions got to with Gill while I was Premier, and that um, a decision would be made this year, and uh, that a pathway, hopefully, um, you know, one way or the other, uh, in terms of that decision in regards to a team, uh, would be laid out. now. Yeah, I think the AFL really do need to take notice that here we are, we've got a football state. and We're not a basketball state, but we've shown that we will get behind a team um, if we've got one. Uh, but we're a football state and you know, we would get behind an AFL team. Uh, importantly, uh, the plan has to be laid out so that we don't lose um, the, the seven or eight or nine-year-old um to, um, to basketball um, when you know, football was really their preferred um, sport of choice. You know, they've got to be able to see what the future holds. And I, look, I, when I was Premier, I was never more confident that we'd get to a, uh, an outcome that was positive for the state and positive for the AFL. I did note a couple of presidents that, um, that have been uh, raising some issues in recent weeks. And look, and that's quite understandable. You now, at the end of the day, uh, the president of the club, you know, first and foremost, your thoughts have to be in respect of um, the
3: future of your own club. But that was going to be my next question, Premier. You, and I'm sorry to interrupt you. There. Are you are you worried because there's been a few rumblings from the presidents, and there's been a few rumblings about the uh, from the AFL in terms of raising the price and, and raising the standards that will now need to be. Uh, adhered to since you've left government, is, is there is there a worry there that they may have taken advantage of the fact that you're, you're not still in government now and the the man leading the push?
5: Look, whether I, whether I was still in government or not, I'm certain that uh, presidents would be raising these sorts of concerns. Um, you know, at the end of the day, uh, they need to, to put a stake in the, the ground in terms of their own club. Uh, but the one thing that I can always come back to in terms of this comment, this discussion is that the business case that was laid out by the task force back in 2019 demonstrated that the addition of a 19 team would be accretive in terms of um, revenue, uh, in terms of crowd numbers uh, across the period um, that they, uh, they set the plan for. And so I'd say to those presidents, um, you know, this is a time uh, to be positive, to be thinking forward. You know, the league in 20 years' time is not going to be 18 teams. Um, yeah, you know, things will change. Uh, right now is the time to make a decision on Tasmania and to give something back to football. Now, this is bigger, uh, albeit I don't think that revenues will be impacted, um, in fact, other than positively. But this is bigger than revenues. This is about football. Um, Tasmania is a football state. Yeah, you know, we've produced champion after champion. You know, once again, I'm pleased to be talking to another one today, Jack. <laughs> and, uh, it's... Well, no, but but you know, like the quality of the players that we produced, decade after decade, we have paid our dues. We're a football state, and it would be good for
3: football. It would, Peter. It would. It would be. It would be. We deserve it. We we deserve it. Now, so well said there. We and we really appreciate you coming on the show. Now. One quick one before I let you go, um, and I just want a little bit of maybe yes or no. Um, we, we floated Scott Roth as, uh, in the movie, We're Going to Hollywood. Defend the Island, we're calling it. Um, I've come up with Ross Kemp as playing you in the movie. How do you feel about that?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you happy with that? Mate,
5: that's the first time anyone's ever mentioned Peter Gutt, what a movie is it, uh, <laughs> Well, we've got you down, Premier
3: ex-premier. We've got you down, Ross Kemp. Ross Kemp, he'll be playing you in the movie Defend the Island. Uh, once again, Peter, thank you for joining us. We really do appreciate it. Thank you, Peter. Jack and
0: Thanks very
4: much, guys. Have
3: a good day. Cheers, you too. Always so great with his time that there, Flashman. We we He's love a... him, don't we? We, we love do. him. We uh, do. Of course, we'd love I'm him shame, to be the please. first president of the Tasmanian football team. This is Jack and Flash right here on SEN Tassie.
2: Harrison Agents. To buy, sell, or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. On SEN Tassie, Jack and Flash. With Jack Revolt and David Livgate.
3: Jackies are on the march. I've just got the filthiest Jackies look are- from the producer because we are short on time here before the eight o'clock news and I want to play that all day as we march into the Sydney Kings game one yes. tonight, Flashman. what do you make? Before we get onto that, uh we've got Simon Brookhouse coming up after the 8 o'clock news. Peter got there. Just he just that was unpolitical Peter, wasn't it? He? he just had that little oh. bit of just
4: just Tasmanian about him. Just he's he's have so to normal. Stay on message. Yep, he's so normal. Can I just do a quick shout out to everybody today? It is hosing down in in Hobart, hosing. and it's really really tough conditions to drive. Everybody, be very safe today. It's a, it's a once in a few years sort of day with this weather, which is not great. Stay very safe. Peter Gutman's a legend, and I don't you know politically. Let's not get involved there. But he's been terrific to our show, and he's been great for sport in Tasmania.
3: Yeah, he has. I'm calling him Pipes Gutwin now. He's been smashing the gym 24-7. He He would be... uh, And uh, Interesting, the transition you've made. You've started off with five minutes, then half a segment, co-host, and now you're doing the weather as well. It's an amazing transition, Flashman. Well, we have got a big show coming up in this second hour. Of course, Simon Brookhouse will be joining us just after the news. This is Jack and Flash right here on SEN Tassie.
2: Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. On SEM Tassie, Jack and Flash. With Jack Revolt and David Livgate. i around the match.
3: Pride of the Tassie Town. They certainly are the pride of the Tassie Town. Welcome back Oop. to another massive hour of Jack and Flash right here on SEN and Tassie. Thanks to Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. Hot on, not later on, Flashman, uh, and of course, the Tassie Sports Minister. But our next guest is very, very important in the push to obviously becoming the NBA champion, uh, the NBL champions, sorry.
4: Well, maybe the NBA is next. <laughs> oh, year, wow. You know? well, well, Sky not... is the limit. <laughs> absolute.
3: Sky is the absolute limit. Uh, and that, of course, is the CEO of the Jack Jumpers, a friend of the show, Simon Brookhouse. Simon, welcome to Jack and Flash. Gentlemen, how are you? Very, very good. Very, very excited. Morning, Simon. How are, uh, well, firstly, where do we find you on this beautiful Friday morning? What's well, beautiful over here in Melbourne? I'm hearing some rain. Our our SEN uh, weatherman's told me that it's raining Terrific. down in Tassie. Horrible. Whereabouts are you?
1: Oh, I'm still in Hobart. I'm flying out about lunchtime to Sydney. So um, hopefully these, this lightning goes away and I can get the plane off the ground.
3: How do you are you are you worried? <laughs> you're in Tassie. No. Nah, any nah. cats and dogs. Nah. Is there any chance you, do you are we going to get you out?
1: No, I think we'll be fine. I don't. I don't they plane stop for rain, but they made for lightning. So I'll just see what happens.
3: All right. Well, so this is the, the, the big news. Obviously, the the game is secondary to to us uh, plotting the movie, the cast of the movie, Defend the Island, uh, which I know that you've been following closely. Scott Roth has had about 25 different people being nominated to play the role of Scott Roth. Try 40. Uh, 40, sorry. <laughs> uh, of course, uh, we've settled on the fact that McLovin is going to be playing Flash uh, and Benedict Cumberbatch will be playing me. There's a little whisper going around that you've already started to push uh, for a certain actor to play the role of yourself in the movie. Uh, do you want to enlighten us, or would you like me to enlighten the listeners?
1: Uh, I haven't heard about the push, so I'll let you
3: enlighten me. This okay, so I heard I'm going to throw this, throw this bloke <laughs> under the bus, a great friend of our show, Tim Payne. He reckons that you mentioned uh, yeah. to him that you would like George Clooney to play you in Defend oh, the Island.
0: gee. I can... Come on, Simon. That's,
3: it's straight to the top. <laughs>
1: Well, I think that's reasonable. <laughs> might as well go. If you're going if you, if to aim high, you might as well aim for
3: the high. Very good. All right. So we have settled that then. George Clooney <laughs> is playing Simon Brookhouse in Defend the Island. It, yeah. it, well, all, all fun things aside, it is, it's a massive day. It's a huge day. Um, did you ever dream that in the first year of the Tasmanian Jack Jumper's franchise that we're in the finals, you'd be getting on a plane heading to Sydney to be involved in game one of a five-game series. Not in your wildest dreams must you have thought this is possible?
1: No, I think that's reasonable. I, I didn't. Uh, I certainly didn't sit back uh, before we had no players and there were only two staff and think, oh, yeah, we'll play in the grand final this year. But um, it certainly... Obviously, we wanted to be really competitive and... Uh, and then we achieved that early, and I think that as the season went on, we we got more confident that um, if things fell our way, and we started to win a lot of games towards the back end of the season, that you know finals weren't out of reach. And well, here we are. A lot of things fell our way, so um, we, we got in on the very last game of the year with Perth losing in overtime. So we haven't got much to lose, and I think the guys will go out there and have a you know have a lot of fun and take it up to Sydney and see what we can do.
3: Before we move on to, to Sydney too much, uh, let's take you back to, the, to Game 3 against Melbourne United. Um, I saw you at the game. The, the support from Tasmanians in that small little patch there, have you ever seen anything like it? It was a, a big stadium, John in and there was a lot of Melbourne United fans there. But that last two minutes, I've put it up there as, in terms of enjoyment in sport as top five. Top five, and I've been involved, obviously, in, in three premierships, but it was... I was, was going
4: to say, you got one, two, threes, your premierships. It was. That's pretty high.
3: It was, it was unbelievable, wasn't it?
4: Yeah, it, it was.
1: The, the support was phenomenal, and I, I think we had about 350 people there. Most of them had come over from Tasmania, and they just made so much noise. And I was actually talking to some people from United, and they couldn't believe it. They couldn't believe how much noise such a small group had, uh, had made, and they got the March chant going, and it, It wasn't dissimilar to being in my State Bank Arena the Saturday before, just uh, on a small scale. So it really gave the guys a lift, and it it makes a huge difference to the team. They love that energy.
4: No doubt about that. Let's focus on Sydney for a minute. And and the three games this year, um, Simon, so the first game in Sydney, I I remember it pretty well, and in control for a lot of that game. I mean, the final margin, 10, 10 or 11 points, of course, but... They certainly played well on that occasion, won the second game. And the third game was when I thought probably the year was just about done for the Jack Jumpers when they sort of put a, the sword through your mob last game. It was the best shooting performance I've ever seen in any game of basketball, by the way, that Sydney Kings game. Um, what do you take out of it? Just firstly, as a, as a supporter of your own team, how do you read the matchups from this year? Oh,
1: look, I think, that, I mean, the first game we came across from Perth from memory and um, it was a difficult road trip and we were eight points up at three-quarter time and probably just ran out of legs and a bit of experience in those situations. It was early on in the season. The guys were still working to how, how to finish games. The second game, Sydney were full strength and we kept them to 70 and we played this sort of defensive, uh, had the sort of defensive effort that we always have. Um, we played really well that day. and That was our last game Sydney lost before they went on their 13-game run. Uh, And then they came pretty fired up to Hobart, and um, we were a bit flat. They got out early, and as you say, I think they shot at about 65% in the first half, and we just didn't pick up up our D-trans and stop them getting their running game. So we will have learned a lot from that. We did win the second half in that game. So the guys never give up, and for us, it's a key to start early against Sydney. They've got so much offensive firepower and talent. Um, you've just got to stop them getting into their rhythm and their transition. And I'm sure Scott and the the coaching staff and all the players have worked on that pretty hard. They'll have watched a lot of tape. Um, Whilst it's this really unusual mix-up of probably the best offensive team in the competition playing the best offensive team in the competition or one of the best offensive teams. So we've just got to hold our our own and make sure our D holds up and keep them them under 80 points and and we're a chance to win the game.
3: Certainly the, the I would argue we were the best defensive competition uh, best defensive team in the competition. now Scott Roth has been on radio now over here in Melbourne a little bit, and started to get a bit more sort of national press and, and has been so impressive in, uh, in terms of his philosophies and how he wants to coach and how he picks players and he's been getting a lot of uh, uh, applause from from over here. The philosophies around him like when you go and pick him as your coach and you get him along. You must be just absolutely thrilled with, with, with what he's done, what he's set up, because this is a foundation for this year, obviously, but this is now the foundation for, for going forward. He will be the ancestor of Tasmanian basketball um, going forward because of what he's set up now. It's a fundamental, um, I suppose, principle that Tasmanian basketball, not only at, at NBL level but at junior level, will now attribute themselves to, to the philosophies that he's set. It, it couldn't have gone any better for, for the selection of Scott Roth.
1: Yeah, I think that's right. I mean, Scott had had experience setting up a G League club in the US um, prior to coming, he went by China and to Australia. So we knew he had that experience of setting something up from scratch. And it was really important, to, as you say, he set the foundations of the culture for the, for the future of the club, not just for one year, for every year. And hopefully it holds for the next 10 or 20 years. But what he's always said, and I think he, he's a man of his word, he said, we'll get the defensive end right and then we'll worry about our offence. And that showed early we were... We were 2-6, and 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 even in those eight games where we'd lost six, defensively, we were very strong. We never got heavily scored against. We just didn't quite get our offense to click with 15 new guys on the roster. Uh, And then that started to fall in place, and we are where we are now. So I think that uh, uh, the strength of a good basketball team is that team defense, and I think that we do that better than anybody. And and if we can teach more young kids in Tassie to follow that, I think they're going to produce much better basketballers because the offense comes. and he's he's been fantastic. He's stuck to it. He, he's never he's never worried about wins and losses. He's
4: always worried about the process. And
1: I think it's proven in it's proven in this case that if you get the process right, the wins and losses do come. Uh,
4: the ticket situation for Sunday, obviously you sell out like every game in Tasmania this year. Um, how has it been for Sunday? There's been a, a few people disgruntled. This always happens in big sporting events around yeah. the world, wherever it does. Um, is there anything there that that you, you wish sort of could have happened a little bit differently? Uh, you get the process is what it is. How have you seen it as the CEO? Oh
1: look, it's always a challenge. You rely on a third party ticket provider, and, and we obviously had some issues with codes not loading on the ticket tech end, and, and people couldn't use them. And but one of the things we think about, and, and I guess when you set up from scratch, you you sort of don't get ahead of yourself and think about finals tick- ticketing, particularly um, when you're an expansion franchise, but. Um, we, we certainly feel the frustration of the, the, the people who couldn't get tickets, but it's a situation where we can only put 4,800 people in the arena. And I said to someone the other day, it's just like trying to get an AFL grand final ticket. There's only so many seats. Um, what we will do next year, and we're reviewing this at the moment around our membership, we will probably introduce a membership category that guarantees your final seats. So, yeah, um, yeah. And that gives everybody that opportunity. So, I mean, the, the, the thing for us is with such a small venue... The key is becoming a member and supporting the club and trying to guarantee that opportunity to have finals tickets. And we'll review it. We're Look, we're not we're not perfect. We know that. But um, a lot of things have gone right throughout the year and, and there's been some errors. And we, we don't hide behind that. And it is a difficult situation when you're turning around the finals very quickly. We, As you know, we waited till the last day of the regular season to turn around and then have to get finals on line and those sort of things. So it's had its glitches. But in the main, most of our 14, 12-day members who, have been the biggest supporters of the club have been able to get tickets for the finals.
3: Well, Simon, we wish you all the best today. Firstly, we wish you best of luck of getting on that plane at 12 o'clock and getting to Sydney. Um, And uh, obviously tonight, 7.30, the tip-off against the Sydney Kings, the favourites to win the NBL Championship. But the underdog story is right there for the taking. And, uh, well, mate, just good luck tonight and support hard. There won't be many Tasmanians. uh, So we enjoy the support up there and, and best of luck. Will do. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate the support. There we are, Simon Rookhouse, the Jack Jumper CEO, and of course, you can catch the NBL Grand Final series live on the SEN app. With Game Two uh, live on SEN Tassie, of course, Flashman will be calling that. Up next after the break, though, we're going to have Nick Street, the Tasmanian Sports Minister, on to chat all things Jack Jumpers. This is ja- this is Jack and Flash on SEN Tassie.
2: Harrison Agents. To buy, sell, or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today on SEM Tassie. Jack and Flash with Jack Revolt and David match. Clock at four. Joe goes to the bucket. Finishes on the dunk. There's 1.1 seconds left. The greatest Cinderella. Exactly that. Tassie are through to their first NBL final series in
3: their first ever season in the NBL. That's right, the Tasmanian Jack Jumpers. There we are, the final minutes of Game 3. Final seconds, sorry, of Game 3 against Melbourne United. When we came over here and we defended the island, the movie's setting up nicely. Simon Brookhouse has been asked to play by George Clooney. Peter Gutwin's being played by Ross Kemp. And, and, well, Scott Roth, we've asked. We've had about 40 nominations, Flash. My favourite, uh, I think, is certainly the dad, Matt Dalton from Gogglebox. Off the text line, though, they, they, they're they coming for Scott Roth. And they're coming for him because they, they want him to coach their teams. And this here, off the text, no name. So send him in next time with a name on, please. I think Essendon should hire Scott Roth to spend some time at Tullamarine after the finals. Quack. The culture he has created is what the Bombers are missing. And that is culture. And that is exactly what Simon Brookhouse said. And we've spoken this from day dot. When he toured Tasmania and found out what Tasmania was about and what Tasmanian basketball was about, he's now got a basketball uh, team that plays for the state. And they will play tonight, obviously. 7.30 tip-off against the Sydney Kings. Flashman, you've got a couple of the text line as well.
4: I do indeed. A couple of good ones here you like, Jack. Gavin from Bill Reeve has texted in, uh, Dougie Powers, doc, doc. Doctor Evil off Austin Powers might have a role there for the <laughs> <laughs> what Doctor <laughs> Evil for Penny Guil?
3: No, Ross I don't. Kevin.
4: I don't think it's the Doctor Evil part. I just think it's the the head with the, the bald cranium. Million it- dollars. <laughs> um, James from Fern Tree's gone with our man Mark. The cat Colgrave, is rolling out the is rolling out the Gut when might anybody else might have to knows. take.
3: Might have to take the earrings out. To, uh, to, I reckon cabbage revolt might be able to play cabbage revolt.
4: Yeah. yeah, he's gonna roll.
3: Keep them firing in oh uh, four three seven double five two five three five all the tweets uh, at S N Tassie. Of course, that big package as well. Thanks to Harrison agents Boogle weekend. We'll be calling the winner very soon. So be near your phones. Be ready could be you heading to barnboogle for what, what is... What
4: happens if they don't answer? Do they do, is they, they miss out? We move re, to the next one? Re,
3: redraw. Redraw. <laughs> redraw. Now, another thing we've been doing, Flashman, over the last couple of weeks is thanks to Power Solutions Australia, we're naming our fantasy AFL team for Tasmania in 2023. Now, that push might have come forward since the Jackdowns have been going so well. That maybe Tasmania could have a team. Maybe not yes. 2023, but 2025. We've named our backlines two weeks ago, and today we're going to do our midfields. Yes. Uh, so, what I need from you, Flash, is a traditional follow line. Now we know midfielders run everywhere these days. I want yes um, a a Cinnamon, a uh, Ruck Rover, a Rover, a Ruckman, and of course uh, two wingers. Two wingers. Okay.
4: Easy. So, here we go. I'm going to go. I oh, know you can go first. Far away. All right. Well, I- I'm obviously starting with Big Toby Nankervis. That's a no-brainer. He he's he's the first person I'm picking. Tarrant Thomas is the second person I'm picking from North Melbourne of on course. the wing you know what I'm doing? I'm bringing Dustin in. Dustin. I'm bringing Dustin straight into the team. Callum Mills is coming in, and he's gonna. He, I think he's going to be the skipper of the club, even though Nanker. I think Callum Mills can set us up here for the next seven or eight years. He's at the right age, 24, nearly 25. You know, there's a couple of smokies. Hugh Greenwood, I think he's got three years of footy in. I'm bringing him in. I need more Tasmanian energy. And one from left field, the Gold Coast, been struggling a little bit. Oh, is that Rankin? I reckon we can get him cheap. I think he's still got Where's Rankin Where's Rankin playing? Well, I, I, look, he kicks goals. He's a, he's a goal-king midfield. midfielder. But this is the midfield. This is the midfield. I think he's a midfielder at heart, and I think eventually he will get there. He's struggling at the moment, no question. They, that's who I'm bringing in. Right. You're not happy with that?
3: Nank, Farrakh, Mills, N- Thomas, Dusty, yep. Greenwood,
4: yep. and Rankin. Yeah, okay. You oh, can't get all the million-dollar players. I think I can get ranked yeah, cheap. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you
3: can. There's, okay. no, soft, there's no salary cap oh, okay. here. Rightio. Uh, I forgot about Toby, so apologies to Toby. Thank so well, you. first pick. Luke Jackson. I'll pick Luke Jackson as oh, my no, ruckman. you have hey, you got to think forward as well. He's, he's arguably one of the top, I would have said, top six ruckmen in the competition and can play forward. So I've picked him. Rover Bontempelli, uh, Marcus Bontempelli it can go forward, but plays his best footy in the midfield. I've gone Andrew Brayshaw from Fremantle. uh, Very, very good player. I also have picked Callum Mills, and I've picked him for this reason. Offensively, he's improved his game out of sight. 37 disposals two weeks ago and 30 on the weekend in a loss. But defensively, that defensive mindset he's got is super, super super important. Picked Isaac Heaney on the wing. Uh, I like what he can do from the wing there. Rolling forward, rolling... What do you mean...
4: No, you've got no cap issues here. We're paying a lot of people. That's the difference between you and me. We've, you're spending six million straight away.
3: Yeah, we've got plenty of coins. So, uh, <laughs> and the last one, I've picked Taran Thomas. I locked Taren Thomas. Saw him He's at the camp. NBL the other night, supporting the Jack Jumpers. Uh, yes. And one of the biggest, like, diamond chains on I have Ooh, ever ever bling. seen. And there you go. That's the midfield that we think should be rolling out for the Tasmanian team. Thanks to Power Solutions, uh, rolling out for season 2000. And, Now, the theme of Tasmania, we continue to roll it on. And, of course, this man is very important to everything that happens in sport, and it is a big day in sport, as we have mentioned, with the Jack Jumpers playing the Sydney Kings tonight. And that, of course, is the new Tasmanian Sports Minister, Nick Street, and he joins us on the line. Nick, welcome to the show.
0: Morning, Jack. How are you going?
3: Very good. I should say welcome back, because we only had you a couple of weeks ago. And the things, could you imagine, even two weeks ago, Two weeks ago, that we'll, we'll be on the, oh, on the pre- pre- I was going to say presses us there, but right on the cusp, sorry, <laughs> of, of playing in an NBL, NBL Finals. It is just such a big day for Tasmanian sport.
0: I, I must admit, when I spoke to you two weeks ago, I didn't think I'd be back this morning talking about the first match in the Grand Final Series tonight, Jack. But here we are, and as Scott Roth said for the back half of the season, their theme's been, why not us?
3: So why not us? Uh, now, mate, we've been talking about people playing roles in movies. Defend the Islands in the name of the Hollywood uh, blockbuster we've got. We've got uh, Simon Brookhouse. He's already said he's going to be George Clooney, Peter Gutwin, Ross Kemp. Uh, we've had plenty of nominations for Scott <laughs> Ross.
4: Slash Dr. Evil, one of the two. We haven't locked
0: that in yet.
3: <laughs> Who have you got playing yourself, Nick? You're obviously new uh-huh. to the role. Is there anyone at, uh, at Town that you would think would play you Minimal nicely? Minimal role.
0: Yeah, oh, look, Brad Pitt. Obviously, is, <laughs> that the, first, Brad Pitt. is the first name that, that comes to mind. If you've seen a photo of me, Jack, you'd, you'd absolutely agree with me. But um, I, uh, I don't think that there's anybody walking around Hollywood with a decent-paying job that looks like me, mate.
3: <laughs> I like Brad Pitt. We'll go with Brad Pitt there. Um, now, how has the fever been down there in Tasmania with the Jack Jumpers, obviously playing in the final series tonight? It must just be absolutely buzzing.
0: It is absolutely buzzing down here. I've got to say that it looks like the world's about to end outside my window just at the minute in Hobart, but um, we're hoping that clears by the middle of the day and the buzz around the city, around the state has been terrific and just a demonstration of what Tasmanian teams on the national stage can achieve. How big is it? So,
3: like, uh, obviously the NBL, like, the basketball isn't the biggest sport in in Australia. AFL still holds that mantle, but and even Tasmania, but but how big is it for Tasmanian sport and participation in Tasmanian sport to have this team on the national stage achieving beyond our wildest dreams?
0: It's on the front and back page of the three three major papers in Tasmania every day this week, Jack. Um, I got some figures earlier in the week that we've had nearly an 8% rise in participation numbers in basketball, since um, since the start of the um, the NBL season. That's, that's what it can do for sport in Tasmania, and it's why we invested the money we did in the jack jumpers, because as much as we wanted the elite content, we actually wanted to stimulate grassroots participation in sport as well.
4: Tell us, Nick, uh, I think this has been an amazing win also for football, because this has sent a rocket right up the AFL, from a long way out, and, and I think this is just going to speed things up. How, how do you think the bid's
0: going? Uh, look, I, I'm i reluctant to talk about AFL football today because it just seems almost like we're minimising... It does. I agree ba- with that. Ba- ...basketball. Um, we didn't invest in the jack jumpers because we wanted an AFL team. We invested in it because of the reasons I gave you. But I do, I have to say, I do agree with you that it's... It's a practical demonstration of what an AFL team for Tasmania can do as well. Um, I don't think there's any doubt that if we had AFL and AFLW teams that we would see the same growth in participation in AFL football that we've seen in basketball this year. For sure.
3: Well, Nick, we really do appreciate and Thank you for jumping online. I know it's only quickly. It is an exciting day in Tasmanian sport, and there is no more exciting role than being the Tasmanian Sports Minister. So thank you for your time. We really do appreciate it.
0: No, No problem at all.
3: There you go. Nick Street, the Tasmanian Sweet. Sports Minister. And what a big job that is to leverage off what is, Flash, the, the participation in not only basketball, but Tasmanian sport now yes. that we've got this team. It's such an important role to make sure that he harnesses the energy from from what this final series will provide and what this season has provided as well.
4: It's the greatest free kick, pardon the pun, for footy people that basketball's ever had. It's just incredible. And, and the kids, you know, I've been talking about this for 10 years, they're all... Playing hoops and it's fantastic. And he's right. We just can put footy aside for a little bit. and We'll focus on the basketball.
3: Well, don't forget, coming up, we're going to get some news headlines in a second. We've still got that boogle package to give away, yes. so stay close to your phones. If you don't answer, redraw. So make sure you're right next to your mobile. Redraw your landline. Land it's hot,
4: real hot. hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. This is hot. It's so damn hot. Hot. Hot,
3: hot, hot. Oh, nut, no, no. It's Hot or Not here. The opener. My favourite, favourite one, this one. Hot or Not. Isn't a what? I love Hot or Not. How did you go last week without me? I didn't listen to Hot or Not.
4: Well, look, overall, how'd I go with that? <laughs> no, no, just no. Hot. Just Hot or Not. I don't care about the whole show. I just care about my <laughs> So, Hot or Not. No, it was good. No, it was good. Gigi was excellent. Very good, very good. We Seamless, up. wasn't he?
3: Yes, he was very good. I started getting a bit worried actually over there in Perth. And maybe a couple of been... interesting text messages. Uh, anyway, chartered, keep going. After chapter, chapter. All right, that's right. Flash, hot or not? You have to answer whether it is a hot topic or it's irrelevant, and it is a not topic. Now, obviously, the big news, Larry Kesselman. Uh, the AFL needs to thank him for everything he's done for the Jack Jumpers. This is guaranteed a green light for the AFL side? Is that hot news or Flashman? Not news. Man, this is
4: this is seven hundred degrees Celsius hot. For mine, damn hot. Uh, damn hot. Uh, he's he's just pulling the strings wherever he goes at the moment, isn't he, Larry? Um, absolutely, it's hot, and yeah, like, isn't it interesting, Jack? The last week since the Jack Jumpers have made it, uh, the noise around footy and basketball—it's it, it's just gone up decibels, and um, I'm loving every minute of it. Yeah, it's hot news for me. I uh, saw Larry uh, perusing
3: the sidelines at the uh, final game the other night, or uh, well, the final final, the third game, sorry, of those semi-finals, and he uh, he's, he's put together what is a great competition in the NBL. It's surging, surging as we obviously yes. know in Tasmania. All right, Flashman, you got one for me.
4: Hot or not? The AFL owes it to everyone associated with the AFLW to start date for the next season now, despite having no CBA in place.
3: Well, this is this is absolutely hot news, and Daisy Pearce has been really strong this oh, along, no. with, uh, along with along with a lot of other uh, AFLW players. So August has been the mooted start point, Flashman. So what are we? Yes. May at the moment. So August is three months away. How on earth are these girls, professional, well, they're still classed as semi-professional, but they're professional athletes with other jobs, supposed to get ready for a season? It, it, Absolutely. How, does, how's, how are they supposed to get ready? Like, uh, in, in, in the flow-on effects, staff at AFL clubs, so a lot of staff cross-pollinate between AFL and AFLW and VFL as well. Like, there's no lay time for them at the end of the season. Now, usually when the men's season would finish up end of September for the teams that go right into the finals, there'd be right. a bit of a lay season, but now there's no lay season there. Um, but I, I think it's the right time to start the the, the women's football. Um, but at the moment, how could we... How, like, I just don't understand how we don't know what's going on. I understand there's no CBA in place, but there's a fallback CBA there if, 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 if yeah, parties can't come to... An agreement, sorry, and I know that the preference is probably to have separate CBA still between the men's and women's competition, but it is very disappointing that we don't have uh, a start date for for what isn't a really exciting product and and only getting more and more exciting for every round of football that we continue to play. So, uh, disappointing. Flashman, hot or not, the AFL should consider using the Jack Jumpers name for the AFL team. And, of course, Larry Kesselman during the week suggested that he would be more than happy to, to share the uh, obviously now famous Jack Jumper's name with a potential AFL side in Tasmania. What are your thoughts?
4: I'm going to say a not, but yeah. I, I just. And I'm just not a fan of uh, everybody having the same name. But again, let's just focus on Larry for the moment. He must be going home and he's got on his whiteboard lull as he walks into the door because he he's just pulling all the strings. He's just absolutely dictating all the terms. I don't agree with the fact that uh, all becoming Jack Jumpers' names personally. But, oh, Larry's awesome. I love it. Absolutely love it. Side question
3: then: H- hot or not having a whiteboard in your house? Do you think that's most <laughs> many people have whiteboards in their house? Because he's walking. Is he walking into his house as he said? And there's a whiteboard. Is that? That's not news. Oh, Come on.
4: I, I, no, but I'm saying he goes to home every night and he and he's playing footy off the break, mate. Absolutely,
3: he is, he is, and just imagine the Jack Jumpers. I mean, we're packing out my State Bank Arena at the moment with oh. like five and a half thousand. Uh, tickets. And, of course, you probably could nearly sell double that at the moment uh, yep. uh, if they had that beautiful new stadium
4: down at Macquarie Point. Well, Th- This well, is a good one, this one, Jackie well, Boy. Yes. Hot or not, Ben Simmons is owed an apology after it was revealed he required back surgery be sidelined for at least three months. That actually, by the way, caveat to that, that happened overnight. Yeah, it did. Uh,
3: so, ben, uh, ben Simmons having surgery, I, I, I think... And I think this is hot news. The Americans have. Uh, of a, it's and
2: hot even stuff.
3: when we had our man on from the Philadelphia Inquirer, I've forgotten his name now. What was his name? First? Mm. You, 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 you followed him on Twitter, mm. didn't Give you? Just my interest. You, no, I didn't. You uh, keep asking could, him. I think his name is Mike. Uh, yeah, and, it was uh, Mike. Mike from Philly. <laughs> the They're so quick to jump on um, and pile on and pile on. Oh, and, and Incredible. Uh, clearly, he, got, he tried to get himself ready for. Um, for game four uh, for did. the Brooklyn Nets and unfortunately they went out and zip and four but I mean he, he's got a back injury he has to have surgery now it's it's there for all to see he's got to go in and he's got to, I think he's having um, I think he's having a hole drilled in one of his discs uh, to herniated disc herniated disc, yeah. disc sorry um, which is obviously pretty invasive surgery when they're they're going into your back and he might be owed uh, a little apology. He might No, it's not
4: might. He definitely is. He, da- he
3: definitely owes an apology. Definitely you, owes you know how
4: matters. much American podcast and sport I listen to, and whether it's Bill Simmons or Cowherd. Who's clipped or, him the most? Mate, they've all clipped him. Bill you know, Simmons, give, give me number one. And but Bill Simmons, for sure. But they're absolute smart, Alex, about it. And when you're dealing with, you know, he's had some mental baggage along the way. Not baggage. He's had some mental um, demons hurdles, as well. Hurdles, hurdles. Yeah, hurdles, absolutely. So no, they look all of them. You know, he he's copped it. pillar to post and I feel for him and I look forward to him. That trade's gonna look pretty good in, in, in going forward because James Harden looks older than me.
3: Flashman, this one is uh what's well, coming it's pretty hot off the press, this one, hot off the press that is. Oh, that's not an AFL three hundred and sixty. I floated this as what I think. Um, is I missed a fair, that. Fair this coin. is fresh for me. Yeah, well, you are away at the moment, so you may have missed it, you might not have had the Foxtel subscription. Ben Keys. Now, Ben Keys is arguably Adelaide's. Well, I don't think arguably he's, probably, he's been Adelaide's best player this year, and I floated Tick. him as being a top ten midfielder. Hot or not? Hot.
4: Yeah, but, I watch Ben Keys a lot. Um, and he is—he's got twenty percent better again. He was good last year. I think people probably forgot that, but he's been absolutely outstanding. I mean, the, the top ten conversation always, always gets wavered a little bit depending on where your team is on the ladder, of course. Um, but he's a good player. He's a good all-round player. He's good at everything. He's good kick. He's tough. He tackles. He's absolutely the leader. At the Crows, have been pretty good, I guess, considering. Um, no, I think it's good. Yeah, and so... Made a good call. Rui laughed at me last night when I said this. Did he? cousin Rui.
3: Now, now uh, uh, I will say that if you lined the AFL players up, or the AFL midfielders up, and you had to select 10, just and this is obviously knowing their past and whatnot, you pro- you're probably not picking him in the top 10 just yet. But from this year... I don't understand how people don't think he's in the in the top ten. Averages thirty-one disposals, eighteen kicks. That's considered elite inside fifties, nearly six a game. Elite effective kicks. Now, this was the knock on him. Apparently, his disposal efficiency. He has got elite disposal efficiency. Um, so uncontested possessions, elite ground ball gets elite clearances, elite. It's not many more that a midfielder wants to do. So um, yeah, I'm, I've got that as uh, absolutely hot news, Rui and. Um, Yeah, there you go. Cop
4: that, cop that. Hot Uh, or not, Jackie boy here, any talk of putting WA teams in hubs should be shut down immediately. Oh, wow. This is just...
3: Well, Flash, I suppose it is a little bit of... It is a bit of hot news because... Oh, that's hot. Well, it is. It's hot over in WA. They've got to find a solution. We can't have this week in, week out where these sides are just... West Coast are decimated at the moment. 22 and, and it, players. Yeah. 22 players they've got to select from. So, like, I don't know whether positionally they're, they're okay, but 22 players, I, I feel like there may there, there has to be a solution. There's got to be a solution. And maybe Hubs is that one, and I know that's certainly not what people want to do. But Hubs now would obviously look a little bit different than, say, um, 2020 and 2021. Flashman, hot or not, very, very good. This is Jack and Flash on SEN Tassie. Up next, though, Flashman, this is hot. Oh, yes. Hot, hot, hot. We will be announcing the winner of our Harrison Agents Barn Boogle Adventure Competition. Catch awesome. you up after the break. Welcome back to Jack and Flash right here on Tassie. Now, Flash, we have been running this massive competition. And if you follow our socials, you will have seen that our friends Harrison Agents have been promoting this luxury golf weekend At, well, Flash, this is my favorite place in the world, Barnboogle Dunes. It is. Yes, and of course, Harrison Agents, they've jumped on board. They've given us, listen to this, Flash, man. You know, you work there, so you can't enter, and I haven't entered as well. I don't know why I haven't entered, but at Tasmania's premier golf destination, Barnboogle, our winner, will pick up one night's accommodation at Lost Farm Lodge, 18 holes at the dunes for two people, 20 holes at the farm for two people, and of course, the new addition... The baby brother to both of these golf courses, Boogle Run, fourteen holes, little which par, is awesome by the par way, Par three awesome. little con with a yep. couple of sh- short par fours for two people as well. What a fantastic, a fantastic prize to win, and one very lucky person has won it. Of course, all thanks to Harrison Agents to buy, or sell, or rent in Tasmania. Search Harrison Agents. So, Flash Man, without further ado, our winner is Craig Donaldson. Woohoo, Craig! Wow. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to call Craig Flash, man. We're going to give yeah, him a bell, and we're going to see... stuff this up here, mate. All right, we're not going to <laughs> stuff it up. Right, Stevie, so you log... Steve's going to log the phone number in here. We're going to call all him right. live on air. Oh, jeez, geez, I hope he answers. Here come he on, is. Craig. Come on, Craig. Come on, Craig. No, oh, come on. Hello, Craig's working. Craig, it's Jack Revolt here from the Jack and Flash show, mate. Congratulations. You have won the Barnboogle package thanks to Harrison Agents, mate. You're heading off to Barnboogle for what is... Gonna be one of the greatest weekends of golf, mate. Well, Congratulations.
0: No. Well sorry, mate. Didn't mean to swear that <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, Craig. It just shows the uh, it just shows the passion of passion. winning the passion of winning a very, very good prize, mate. Now, Craig, whereabouts are you from? Mate, well I'm actually in Hobart, in Tassi. Oh, righty oh. Well you're gonna be our man on the ground then. first thing sirs, before I get into what's happening in the big weekend in sport in, in Tasmania with we'll big Friday night. Yes. In Tasmania, uh, obviously watching the Jack Jumpers night. Uh, golf handicap, mate. Can you uh, can you actually swing the sticks? I do, mate. I actually can. Yes. And uh, you a member anywhere?
0: I am a member down, like, at a local club down here in uh, Tassie called Tea Tree.
3: Tea Tree. I've played a, played a couple yeah, of yeah. rounds. Flash man at a Tea Tree. That's
0: good. Yeah.
3: Uh, hey, he did yeah. the Yeah. How's the form?
0: Mate, drive for show, everything else for go. Just three part <laughs> everything. Uh, very, very good. Very good. Uh, have very you
3: good. played Bugle before? Surely you've been up there, mate, being a Tasmania.
0: A few times. I'm actually. I was actually uh, up there a couple of weeks ago, and I'm going to have uh, be up there again probably at the beginning of next year as well. So we usually do an annual trip once or twice a year.
3: Ah, uh, nice, mate. Nice, and uh, let's. Uh, we've got. It's obviously for two people. Um, Penciled in anyone to, to take with you? Sort of, have you got a partner maybe a weekend away sort of up there with a bit of golf or are you taking maybe one yeah, of the lads? What are you yeah. thinking?
0: Uh, the, I'll take the missus away. She, she's not much of a golfer, so I've got a, got a mate who will probably do a road trip to utilise the golf side of things because she won't even step foot out on the course, mate.
3: And just quickly, mate, so. how's, the, how's the feeling down there in Hobart with the jack jumpers? Is there a buzz around the city? People when they're pepping their step right up on their tippy toes down there?
0: Oh, mate, it's going off. Like, all you see on Facebook now is jack jumpers, jack jumpers, jack jumpers, jack jumpers. It is going absolutely crazy.
3: Well, Craig, congratulations. Well done, uh, thank, Craig. You joining, uh, thank you for joining. Thank you for entering the competition, and you are going to have an absolute blast with those three rounds of golf up at Barnboogle. Thanks to our friends, Harrison Agents, mate. Congratulations.
0: Appreciate it. Thanks, guys.
3: Well, Flash Man, water and, uh, what a prize. What a prize. What a prize. Oh, I just love that place up there. It is seriously my f- most favourite place on earth, Barn When was not? the last time we played there? Uh, a, a, no, well, a while ago. We went up, we, Christmas, I think we went up there with, remember, Great Tasmanian Twig Rolling coaching Rawlings, over that's in the right. SANFL at the that's moment. Right. I, I had a trip planned uh, post round one did. and then happened to break my thumb and then had to go and wave the plane off as. Ten of my best footballing mates and my youngest brother decided they were going to go off and play golf without me. After I'd organised the whole trip, man, <laughs> the whole trip flash, man. Another
4: story, mate. Well, the story. Uh,
3: another great show, mate. Thank you for well done, uh, uh, thank you for last week, and uh, obviously you Pleasure. and Brett Jeeves feeling. It was a fantastic show. It is a massive night tonight of Tasmanian sport. The Jackies are on the march. Who would have thought we are where Huge. we are? Tune in tonight, ESPN or KO as well. You can watch it there. Cheer loud. And of course, Sunday at My State Bank Arena It going to be our first home grand final. Game two of a game five series. Let's hope the Jackies are coming in 1-0. This has been Jack and Flash on SEN. Up next, though, Sammy Edmund with the captain's run. Flash, give me your best. Jackies are on the march. Just a real big... Real wee- what are you going to
4: open? Jackies are on the march! The Jackies
3: are on the match. Let's go, Jackies! Come on, catch it all live on SCN Tazzy this weekend! Love it. Let's go, the Jackies! <laughs>